right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. It's presented by CarParts.com. You got to jump on that mobile experience, man. Ride that horse before it gets out of your town. Easy to navigate, use, and get parts right to your back door, your shop door, front door, wherever you want them. Uh, my man Kevin, I don't know about you. I'm a little fired up for today, bro. This is honest to God. I'm going to give you guys a little Willie B. history. You ready? Dude, yes. Tell us. Give us the scoop, man. Take us back in time. Yeah, back in the day. I might have had a cassette player in my car. Uh, but more important than my AMFM cassette player, all right, was my Pioneer TSX-20s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a lot of kids, I grew up at drive-in, sleeping in the back, the back window, that rear package tray, right? Or, I'd, you know, as we would drive to our grandparents, our parents at the time, we didn't, you know, we didn't care. Our parents seemed to not care which is questionable now but that's where we'd sleep you know i had a twin brother another sibling so we were packed in tight and man that was prime real estate that rear package tray uh you get up there and sleep i mean you get pulled over and arrested hauled off to jail now um but you packed your kids up there back in the day man that was it and in my car that package tray was sporting a couple tsx 20s oh yeah baby amen that's bringing me back a long ways Uh yes yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fun today, man, because, um, you know, it's all about audio. It's all about the future of infotainment, right? Where's electronics going in vehicles? And hopefully we can hook it back around and go, man, what can I take of this new technology? Maybe put it in my old car, right? And everybody loves the tunes, man. Tell me. That's where it's at. Whether it's a road trip, a party. I mean, the tunes is what brings the ladies, the good times. The memories, you name it, man. Well, I like to think of it as in a different window or lens, Kev. See, um, I feel like it's not just the tunes, it's the entertainment, right? Because well, I make my career... We're adding layers here, man. Yeah, yeah we're stacking it high. I, I, I make my entire career uh, for, for a lot of decades now, uh, you know, hosting a, a morning show on a rock radio station out in Denver. So... 
when I think car audio, I lean as much on the entertainment side and what it's doing nowadays because, man, you could really be entertained nowadays. And the trick is how to get all them goods in your classic. How do you get all that technology, right? Yeah. And incorporate it into what you're driving, what you're restoring, uh, your resto mod, because there is the best adaptation, the best use of that technology, right? Is to roll it over and find out places where you normally wouldn't find it. Well, where is the technology going? I mean, we could just see, you know, right front and center, the evolution from, you know, the tape deck to the CD player. And of course, I had the tape deck with the little tape that you put in there with the wire coming out that mm. your CD player would feed. Oh, yeah, you know, man. and every bump you hit, it would skip the CD. I mean, that was my high-tech system back in the day, you that, know? Hey, that would make everything sound, sound like they were singing through a mask, like what we've been through for the last year. Just a little more muffled. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then you fast-forward, man. We got doubled in, so, you know, two-height stack. You know, we got some screens. So that was pretty huge. Uh, you know, GPS. So, I mean, we've really evolved, but, I mean, it just, it's going. And there's so much uh, in the way of, right, all the vehicle driver-assisted things on cars. I mean, we're on our way to, you know, to autonomous here. So, right, all these things are mixing together. They're all talking. They're all doing things. They're bringing a lot to the table. Uh, so, man, where is it going? But, you know, you, you skipped over one of the, for me, one of the biggest eras, right? And that's that's when... Everybody would get their entire radio, you know, stolen out of the car. So they came up with this ingenious, not so much, um, idea of just removing the face of the radio. And people would put it in their <laughs> pocket, right? And they lose it every single, you know, every time you have to go back. I need another, like, the, you know, radio face. God dang it. <laughs> that was the well, I had I had the previous generation where you removed the whole radio. And then somebody <laughs> went in my car and removed the whole radio. So... <laughs> You know, without right. the case, theoretically, you can't use it. So they couldn't use it, and neither could I. Damn it. <laughs> I like well, to find that sucker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, look, we're fired up. we got to take a break now. When we come back, Ted Cardenas, he is the VP of Marketing at Pioneer Electronics to answer all of our questions and tell us where that technology is going. Give us a minute. We're back. It's the Two Guys Garage podcast. He is Kevin Bird. That's the handsome one. I'm Willie B., uh, the other one. We're back out of the break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. is presented by carparts.com. We've got to check these guys out. And I know, Kevin, you have. It's the easiest mobile experience out there, in my opinion. Oh, man. You know it, dude. So, year, make, model. That's how simple it is. You can navigate all kinds of parts from repair, collision, you know, upgrades as far as accessories. You know, you name it. It's in there. Old, new. The lineup is huge. And the prices are fantastic, man. You got to check them out. Yeah. Hey, and you won't be waiting forever for your parts like everybody is nowadays. Yeah. Uh, check it out, carparts.com. Our boy, Ted Cardenas, he is the VP of Marketing for Pioneer Electronics. Hey, man, welcome to the podcast, bro. Appreciate your time. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me on. 
Yeah, man. So I gotta ask: You ever had them TSX twenties? <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I'll be honest. I sold a lot of TSX twenties. So I, I was I had the good fortune, you know, much like you guys, to kind of grow up in in kind of a car family and a car industry. And uh, at the age of sixteen, I went and started working in a stereo store. And nice. I was, yeah, I was installing. I was selling. I sold a lot of Pioneer product. And, uh, you know, believe it or not, one thing led to another. And uh, right after college, I, I got an opportunity and uh, joined Pioneer. And I'm, I've now been with Pioneer for 25 years. So I've wow. seen it all. We got yeah, the man. guy, Willie. We got the guy. He's going <laughs> to tell us everything. Well, dude, you think about being in car audio for 25 years, then you, my friend, have witnessed just a, a, a paramount shift uh in in car audio you know one thing i i used to laugh about is some of the chrysler cars back in the 50s they put a record player you get a special order a record player under the dash of your car i mean that's the most idiotic idea in the world and then you got you know eight tracks and you go through all these you know evolutions of what car audio has really been man you have seen some of the coolest evolutions some of the coolest technology and some of the most epic fails as well you know, digital audio tape, please. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's got to be cool to be in your shoes and see everything that you're witnessed, you know, you've, you've been witness to uh, for the last couple, three decades. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, it's, it's funny that you mentioned, like, the record player. And then, you know, before the break, you guys were talking about, um, you know, detachable face and pullouts and, and all that. But you guys nailed it. I mean, it's, it's about the entertainment. It's about, you know, how it makes you feel. Um, you know, to be honest, a record player in the car was was the ultimate in fidelity and, and entertainment you had at that time. You know, I yeah. bet you I bet you if you offer that right now with as much retro and, you know, people are into their oh, old yeah. photographs. You know, I bet you people would be installing photographs in there, you know, record <laughs> players. That'd be pretty sweet. You know, until you, hit you a know, not, not to get too off topic because it wasn't a pioneer product, but those those record players in cars were a special not only were they a special needle. Real um, heavy because the, the needle yeah. was coming down from uh, it was actually coming from the, the bottom. Um, so it was a special needle and there was a special cartridge that you put the records in. You didn't just take your 33 or your 45 out to the car and stick it in. You actually had to put it in a special container to be able to play in that record player in the car. So it's, it's absolutely true. And that, by the way, was a little bit before my time. I haven't quite been in the industry quite that long. <laughs> well, think about, think about now, you know, you had the record player, the eight track, all these things. Now we're getting music from outer space, from satellites. I mean, we don't always think about that, but we're getting music from outer space, dude, you know? And, and you know, the, the, the greatest thing to think about is, is as, as cool as we are today, and as much as we've seen, you know, all of us over the last 25 or 30 years going from um, cassettes to CDs, where now you had 60 minutes of music to MP3s and iPods, where you could put 20 or 30 or 40 hours to uh, satellite radio, where now you could go and drive all the way across the country on the same radio station without, you know, having to change channels um, to now where exactly, like you said, we've got satellite or uh, uh, satellite and um, terrestrial cellular service where we can stream music. You can access 30 million songs instantaneously at your fingertips. The, the crazy thing is that someday, honestly, someday, guys, there will be people on a radio or a podcast talking about how antiquated our technology is today because the stuff we'll have five years, 10 years, 15 years from now will eclipse everything that we have today, which is the coolest thing ever. 
Well, we gotta we gotta pick your brain on on, on what you <laughs> see in the future. I mean, I know you can see probably five years, ten years out, but I mean, man, where do you think it's gonna go? How do you how do you top outer space? Where else could you get music? You know, like, <laughs> or maybe it's just in your brain, like it's in a chip, and you don't have to access it anywhere. It just boot, you touch your ear just right, and pff, you got music pumping in your head. Is that what we're is that where we're headed? Yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, it's it's difficult to get a crystal ball out, obviously, and, and and predict what the future is. But one thing that we know for sure is that the data is continuing to get faster. I mean, if we think about five years ago um, and your cellular connection on your phone could barely support text messaging and, and doing your basic website stuff, right? And now with voice services like um, Amazon's Alexa, um, Google's Assistant, um, Apple's Siri, now available in the car, you press a button or you say their name, um, you speak what you want, a question, you know, play me Van Halen or, you know, take me to the airport or whatever it is. That data goes from your car through your phone into the cloud, processed through that server back down, and she responds almost instantaneously. So it's it's a fascinating, fascinating thing. The data is getting faster and faster. So the 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 opportunity is there to make the entertainment higher in quality, make it uh, so you can access more um, faster. But really, it goes beyond even just the entertainment and gets into the convenience of things, gets into the driver assistance. Um, so things like navigation, things like um, collision avoidance, you know, cars being able to talk to one another so things don't run into each other anymore. Um, the, the future is really, really fascinating to think about what potentially is going to happen in the next few years. Yeah, man. You know, it's funny. I I saw the show a number of years ago that talked about where we're going and, you know, exactly what you were mentioning, how computers um, and, and those machines can run, say, traffic in each congested areas. They can turn the car basically into a mobile office while you're answering emails or jamming your favorite tunes or, you know, scheduling up what you're going to have for dinner with the wife, um, you know, on a FaceTime call. You know, everything in your car is running inches away from another vehicle, but they're talking to one another. So it's, it doesn't have the human perceptive, you know, aspects of it. So everything can move much faster, much safer. Um, and at the same time, your to and from uh, gets much more efficient in that regard. Like, I feel like that's the future down the road somewhere. Uh, but, you know, what are we going to do in the meantime? Uh, I love some of the stuff that you guys are able to do just as, you know, like blind spot detection. I think that's something we'd love to have in our old hot rods. And you guys are actually doing things like that where you're retrofitting some classics with this technology, right? You're able to do that now? Absolutely. And, and you know, just kind of, a, a you know, an overarching kind of spirit of Pioneer. And, and we're now an 83-year-old company. We were founded in 1938. Um, as an audio company, uh, but we've obviously evolved. You know, part of part of Pioneer is that that we as a company are staffed with enthusiasts. So just like I started working in a in a stereo store when I was 16 years old, um, been with the company for 25 years. You know, the crazy thing is 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 I am not even in the least one of the longest tenured employees within Pioneer because people join Pioneer, we're passionate about it, we love the products we make, and we stay with the company. Um, and so. Just like you said, you know, uh, uh, what we like to do is we like to take technology we're enthusiastic about um, that we find either outside of the car or that we build in, you know, new vehicles because that's a big part of Pioneer's business as well. But always be able to bring that back 
into the automotive environment, particularly in the cars that we already own. Because again, much like you guys, we're, we're car enthusiasts as well. You know, so we, we love the cars we have. We love the cars that we had and we remember. And uh, we love to be able to take technology um, and put it back into those cars because, you know, the passion, the entertainment, the enthusiasm is, is such an important part of who we are. Well, I'll tell you, you know, I could probably speak for Willie and myself. I mean, we're purists in a sense that we love all the things about, let's say, a raw vehicle, shifting gears, a third pedal, the whole thing. Uh, but, you know, I got to admit, man, you know, I still drive a daily driver. And every year, or you know, whenever I get a newer vehicle, like, or get in one of these newer vehicles, they have all these gadgets and widgets. And, and you know, at first, there's a little bit of reluctance, like, dude, I got it. I don't need all this stuff, you know? But man, you can kind of get hooked, you know, like just a rear view camera where you're craning your neck back and you're looking, man, how close is that bumper? You know, I'm trying to parallel park and there's cars trying to zip by, you know, and you're like, oh, I got the camera, you know, or whatever it is that's, you know, assisting you, helping you when you want it, when you need it. It's pretty awesome. It's making us all bad drivers, well. Well, that's what I'm worried about, right? Like we started <laughs> with, you know, pure driving. So when we use this stuff, we're using it with a grain of salt, you know? We'll see about the next generation of kids who never read a paper map before. You know? <laughs> like, but, you know, once you're getting used to this stuff in the new vehicles, what do you got for some of the old vehicles? And are you starting to see, uh, you know, some of the old hot rodders? Or are you starting to see just people with a few years older vehicle that want, you know, to kind of feel like they've got something newer? Uh, what's the market there and what kind of products are you are you guys moving yeah, you know, absolutely. That's a great question, Kevin. And and you're absolutely right. Most of us who are car enthusiasts, we we do have a daily driver, so we're exposed to a lot of this other technology. You know, for myself, uh, my my wife, we we just got my wife a new car last summer. Um, it has way more technology than than my older car, but but I love my older car, so I'm going to keep driving it. And so um, it gives me that exposure. And you know, think back to just simple things like keyless entry, right? Remember when you had to unlock your door with a key? Um, and now we all, you know, are, are so used to just walking up and pressing a remote or lifting a door handle and it unlocks. Um, we have that same, you know, kind of sense as a, as a, um, uh, as, as a community of playing music. You know, we talked about, you know, carrying around boxes and boxes of cassettes and CDs. Now we're all just, you know, used to turning on our favorite podcast or, or, you know, streaming our favorite music. And we can absolutely bring that same technology into an older vehicle. Uh, when we talk about driver's assistance, you know, Willie, you mentioned um, uh, uh, blind spot detection. Um, yeah. We can add blind spot detection to practically any vehicle, and it does it in a in a seamless way. We actually have a, a sensor; it's a it's a radar sensor that mounts around the license plate frame. So even if you have a, a really cool older car that that you know you don't want to change the lines on, and you want to make sure that it still looks classic and looks cool, um, we can add things like blind spot detection without changing the cosmetic of the vehicle. Um, but still adding technology to make that car, you know, help you make better driving decisions by, you know, being more aware of the other vehicles that are around you. Um, and really the sky's the limit, you know, it's entertainment, it's driver assistance, it's communication. Um, it's, uh, it's all sorts of things that, that we at Pioneer and, and we as an aftermarket industry can, can help, um, you know, enthusiast drivers and, and everyday drivers alike um, bring into their car. But Ted, I got to know, man. As a kid, I started radio when I was like 15 years old, right? Like a couple weeks before I turned 16, I started in radio. So CDs was always my game. I always had them. I was the guy who was like, hey, hey, Willie, you got to bring your CD case. 
And here I am looking at a 200-pound milk crate stuffed full of CD cases, overflowing, two-per little sleeve. And it was like, you know, everything from Owls and Chains and Metallica to, you know, uh, I don't know, Curtis Blow. <laughs> uh, it, it was great, man. I always had the, uh, the you know, the overstuffed CD compartment. I know you had one of those, right? Oh, you absolutely. Hated lugging around. <laughs> I, I had I had a, a box of CDs. I had, you know, Kevin mentioned a pull-out radio. I had a pull-out radio, and then I had a detachable face radio like you mentioned, Willie. You know, it's it's the evolution of those things. But, yeah, like you said, I, I have a 10- and a 12-year-old, and and my 10- and 12-year-old know that, that – that, uh, dad has records and dad has CDs and dad has all these things, but they also just stream music every night in their rooms as they go to sleep. Yep. Um, so it's just the world they live in. And, and that's, that's the great evolution of it. But the, the cool thing, like, like you were talking about, Kevin, is we have that ability to bring that technology into every car that, that we drive. Well, I like how you, you know, you thought about how could you, you know, deliver that technology without somebody with a really cool car having to, you know, cut some holes in bad places and, you know, just kind of muck up the whole thing. So that's pretty slick. And I know, man, when I got my uh, my latest F-150, had the rear view camera, when I back up to hook up my boat, my trailer, man, I'm not getting in and out like three times, you know, oh, one more inch, oh, oh one more inch too far, oh, let me scoot it up. You know, that camera is awesome. And I tell you, uh, I've got a big toy hauler, so this thing is huge. And, uh, man, I can whip that thing around, throw it anywhere. But, you know, still, when you're backing up somewhere, you know, 33 feet back you're like how close is that wall or that pole and (laughs) man i'm looking around at these other jokers they got backup cameras i'm like dude i gotta hook and you guys got that stuff too you know whether it's for your car or the back of your trailer car haulers toy haulers man i actually i gotta get two of them because i got a toy hauler and a car hauler so uh that's a pretty cool stuff now that'll uh what wi-fi all the way up do you have that type of system or do you have corded only at this point or right right now in in our mix you know there, there are some wireless cameras out there for for monitoring a towing load or something like that um we you know again talking about quality talking about reliability um we're still hardwiring our cameras just because it, it tends to be a better customer experience right now in terms of usability uh, but you know exactly what you're talking about kevin of having the ability to to kind of bring everything so our flagship product right now. Our, our flagship head unit is what we call a radio that goes in the dash. So it replaces the original radio that's in the car. You know, again, a, a new car, an, an older vehicle. Um, believe it or not, it has a 10.1 inch capacitive screen. So a big gigantic screen. You know, you reference Kevin, um, a two DIN radio and, and DIN for anybody, any of your listeners who don't know it, um, DIN is a, a standard that's seven inches wide and two inches tall. And a double DIN is uh, seven inches wide and four inches tall. Simply Simple math of, of uh, doubling the size. But our 10.1 inch actually puts a, a tablet-like screen and floats it in front of a one DIN chassis, meaning that it can be installed in practically any vehicle. And you can adjust the angle, you can adjust the distance. Um, but just inside of that unit, not only do you have a 10.1 inch screen, but you've got Apple CarPlay connectivity, Android Auto, so you can get all your navigation, all your text messaging, everything by voice music. It also has Amazon Alexa built in, meaning if you have Alexa at home um, and you're used to that, you can, you know, turn off your lights, check the status of your locks. You can do shopping, add things to your shopping list. Everything you do with Alexa in your home, you can do in the car. Um, it adds all those great audio features for all the passion that we talked about, satellite radio, HD radio. But, you know, you mentioned the cameras. It has two camera inputs. So you can have one on the rear of the vehicle um, and then you can actually add the second 
um, so that you can put it on the vehicle um, so it looks down on your towing load, for example. And right on that touchscreen, you can have widgets so you can actually monitor the towing load as you drive along um, at all times. So you can monitor the load, nice. you can have the part of the UI showing what's playing in terms of the music. If you get a call, it'll pop up and show you who's calling. You can answer it, Bluetooth. Um, it's really a, a great experience, and that's that's our current flagship. But um, again, where we take that technology that's and how madness, we put it in Ted. is outstanding. Yeah. It's, it's too much, man. <laughs> you kids don't know how lucky you got it. If you grew up in the 80s, man, we had like 12 channels, no internet, no Netflix, no Xbox. We were doing puzzles, playing Go Fish. Y'all got a lucky as hell. I can't believe it. Uh, look, we got to take a break. When we come back, more with Ted and what Pioneer Electronics is shifting to what they're doing and how do we get that technology in our old school cool hot rods that and more on the way to break we're back to the two guys garage podcast with kevin bird and willie b it is the two guys garage podcast he is kevin bird i am willie b is presented by carparts.com check them out now get those parts you need all you got is Man, you got to know is what your year making model. If you don't know that, you shouldn't be working no, on your car. Nope, Step nope. away. It's too much. Go to somebody that's qualified. Back up. <laughs> Take your vehicle to somebody else. <laughs> uh, carparts.com. Check it out. We got Ted Cardenas. I think I just butchered that name. Cardenas. Um, is that decent? Good, good enough. Good enough. Good enough. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. The VP of marketing with Pioneer. Uh, dude, he's been with Pioneer for 25 years. I mean, whew. Outside, you know, myself, um, maybe Kevin, uh, I don't know many people that, that stay at a job that long, <laughs> uh, especially when you're thinking about the world of what you're in, which is audio technology um, and how to get it presented in your car in a way that's, you know, uh, that appeases everybody. Yeah, it's you know, it's it, it shows how great of a company pioneers work with. And and by the way, I, I started when I was ten years old. So just to, cl to clarify that. So <laughs> now I heard I heard a rumor that you were building your own like amplifiers and stuff as a kid with your dad. Yeah. So back in the and and this will kind of reveal a little bit about my age. Back in the seventies, actually sixties and seventies, it was quite popular. Even back in the fifties, where you could buy stereo components in a kit. And uh, my father was a bit of a, an audiophile. He served in the Vietnam War. And when he came back, he, he brought back some equipment. And, and that kind of started his love of, uh, of audio. And uh, so, yeah, when I was, uh, it was 1979, so I would have been seven years old. And uh, he and I, as a father-son project, built an amplifier and a kit, uh, amplifier and a preamplifier of a kit. So it was the first time I had a soldering iron. And, and that led, one thing led to another. And uh, here we are today. So, Man, well, I don't have one. I don't know, man. I might be close to you. I, it must have been like third or fourth grade science project. I made a radio out of toilet paper tube and spinning some wire and a penny somehow on some salt water on nice. a piece of napkin. And I had no idea how it worked, but I followed the instructions. And if you really squinted your ear up to the little ear pod, you could hear some noises. So, man, that yeah, was my... I'm sure that was worth a solid A+. Plus, right? we <laughs> I made a pyramid out of some modeling clay. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, man, but seriously, you got to appreciate where technology is taking us and the fact that you guys, pardon the pun here, but you're pioneering the ways to put that technology into a lot of older cars. 
which I feel has got to be one of your biggest demographics for people out there. You know, I saw a study the other day that cars nowadays are older on the road than they've been, you know, in several decades. Uh, the average cars, uh, 12 plus years old, uh, which used to not be the case, but with the price of cars and obviously the fact that they last a little longer, people are keeping them a little bit longer. And man, 12 years is a long time span. So there's a lot of technology that's been introduced for a lot of people out there driving their daily drivers. And of course, obviously, for guys like me and Kev who like to build hot rods. So, you know, start us out with some of the easy stuff that I think is so helpful. It's really smart to get that in your car, that blind spot detection. Um, what all does somebody need in order to make that work? Can you put that in something, you know, like a, a 60s, 70s type muscle car? Um, and, and are you seeing any of that in 80s and 90s type cars? Or are they going to come back and retrofit that type stuff? Yeah, it, you, no, you're, you're absolutely right, Willie. You know, and, and, you know, statistically, there's there's roughly 235 million registered vehicles on the road in the United States. And that's light vehicles. That doesn't include heavy trucks and motorcycles and things like that. And the average age, you hit it right on the head, is about 12 years old. Um, and, um, you know, the, I think the first step, you know, and, and even though you talked about, you know, blind spot detection, and we can absolutely get to that. But step one is is just the convenience because we all have an iPhone or an Android phone or some kind of smartphone. Um, what, you know, step one for most consumers is just, just making sure they have Bluetooth, you know, because, you know, somebody's going to call you um, and being able to, to talk hands free, especially, you know, Kevin, you're talking about before the break, you know, those of us who like to shift and, you know, so we, we got we got one hand that's busy on the wheel and we got one hand that's busy shifting gears. Um, it's best to keep hands free and, and be able to take that call because, you know, you want to. Um, so step one is just adding Bluetooth um, and that'll get you a little bit more entertainment. You can stream off of that. Um, you know, beyond that, um, really, it goes into, you know, more um, uh, smartphone integration like Apple CarPlay, Android Auto. Um, both of those technologies, depending on which phone you have, will also add the ability to send and receive text messages by voice. So another big concern on the road is, is texting and driving. It has been for a long time. What CarPlay and Android Auto will do for you is, is when you receive an incoming text message, um, it will read it back to you. You never look at the screen. You never do anything. And then after the, the text message is read back to you, um, it will ask you, do you want to reply? And you you just verbally say yes. Um, and then it will, you just dictate it. Again, you don't type anything in. You don't look at the screen. You say what you want to say back in that text message. Um, it even, both systems will read it back to you to make sure that you got it right and that, that he or she heard it correctly. Um, you confirm yes, that's that's correct. And it sends it. Um, so taking that a step further, you know, adds safety, convenience, and then beyond that, then you get into things like um, we talked about before the break, the rear cameras, you know, in order to to make that uh, reversing a little bit safer, whether it's, you know, you have kids or, you're, you know, your example of pulling a trailer. It's just a bad uh, parking. parking. <laughs> Could just be a bad parker. I'm Off not going to name names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, you know, beyond that is is some more recent technology that we found first in new vehicles, um, partly because of the expense of things, but partly because of where these sensors are mounted. And that's the uh, the blind spot detection. So, you know, we all got taught when we took driver's ed, you know, at 15 years old to make sure that you looked over your shoulder left and right and checked your mirrors and all that. And by all means, it's still important to do all of those things. But having that added assurance of having um, a radar sensor kind of watching over that shoulder for you 
um, and putting a visual indicator on, you know, the left and right, most common is to put it right there on the A pillar, um, you know, so that it's near the, the rear view mirror on the right or the left side. Um, you get a visual indicator and then depending on the, the most of the systems, pioneers included, if you then engage your turn signal, so you're going to take a, let's say, move from the, the left lane into the right lane, um, even though you have a visual warning, if you then also engage that turn signal as if you're going to move into that lane, then you'll get an audible alert that says, hey, don't do that. There's something back there. Um, and all of those technologies, everything we've talked about from Bluetooth, CarPlay, Android Auto, um, rear cameras, blind spot detection, we can, you know, we can add them to practically, and I say practically because obviously there are some limitations. Most of them are new vehicles or, or really old vehicles where there's just no place to put any of this technology. Uh, but we can put it in practically any vehicle on the road today. And you said an audio alert. Can you program that audio alert to say something like "Watch out, dumb dumb," or you know, <laughs> uh, it, "Don't don't do it, idiot"? Can you can you can you get it to have a little personality? That that's a little customization. Uh, I'm sure a good installer could help you with that. But our, our system just buzzes at you. Watch out, dumb so. dumb. I feel like that'd be pretty welcome. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm sure there's a lot of people listening right now that are thinking, you know, man, I, I don't really need this type of stuff. But my significant other, damn it, they sure do, and I'm ordering it right now. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And and it's it's not about what I do; it's about what I say, right? So, yep, yep, um, and yep. and absolutely, you know, all just like we've been talking about this whole time, you know, it's 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 cool to vi- to envision this in, you know, I I my my classic car, and I, I won't say it because it's not a domestic for you guys, but you know, mine's mine's a '79, so it's a little bit older um, or a little bit newer. Um, but uh, you know, it's not even just about putting in that car you only drive on Sundays. What do you got, man? Um, what? It, uh, 79 what? 79 what, 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 what? I, I, so, so my, my father, um, again, just like my amplifier story, my father had a, I bought a brand new 1979 Mazda RX-7 oh, in 1979. That's close, bro. I said Z. I got um, a 78Z. It, it's, it's close. It's close. So it's a, it's a, it's a 12A rotary. Um, and, uh, we, uh, I got it when I was 16 years old and, and we've still got it to this day. So, um, but anyway, so it's, it's not just about putting this technology in that car. Um, it's about the car that I commute in every day to work or that my wife commutes in every day because um, my daily driver is four years, no, four years old. It's 2017. Um, and believe it or not, it does not have blind spot detection. Um, it was a nearly $60,000 car and it does not have blind spot detection. So um, there's a lot of technology, even in a four-year-old car, a 10-year-old car, a 12-year-old car, like the average age of a vehicle, where you know simple things like blind spot detection or Bluetooth or satellite navigation that we take for granted um, just weren't in that vehicle, either because it wasn't available from the manufacturer or not on that trim level. Um, you know, Pioneer and the aftermarket in general, we have that that ability um, to add that technology into that consumer's car. It's amazing how fast new things just keep coming out. It's like we're on this roll right now. It's like all of a sudden we, I don't know, developed you know, the, the basic capabilities from, you know, software and some hardware. And now it's like, I got an idea. I got another idea. I got another idea. And you can just keep rolling with it. You know, the sensors are coming together. It's like this marriage that's happening. And every time you turn around, there's another new feature popping up in cars. Yeah. And it's, it's like we talked about, you know, you guys talked about it at the beginning on the lead in where we're going for autonomous vehicles and, and what the future of that looks like, whether or not we you know, those of us who are enthusiasts want that or not <laughs> to be driven around by a vehicle as opposed to driving ourselves. Um, but then we talked about it, you know, in, in terms of the speed of data and how much data you have. 
Um, so there are things that we haven't even thought about yet that once data becomes, you know, as an example, the speed of fiber optic cable in your house right now, um, that absolutely is on the future um, for being able to be delivered wirelessly. And once the data is that fast, then things like level, you know, two, three, four autonomy, where now the vehicle is, is analyzing the environment around it in real time, sending data up to a cloud and comparing it to the map that should be there and making decisions, you know, maybe not fully executing decisions, but maybe warning the driver or even, you know, helping to avoid a collision by moving the car, you know, uh, actively left or right or applying the brakes. Um, it's, it's fascinating. You know, I, I, I'm 25 years in, I, I hope to have another 25 just because I want to see where we go from here. Now, is this, this space is kind of where you guys are actively, you know, pursuing and, Right. I mean, we can tell from the conversation already that you, you guys are already, you know, part of these pieces. But it sounds like you guys are actively in this pursuit, you know, of ultimately, you know, AI and full autonomy. Yeah. You know, Pioneer is, as I mentioned, we're, we're a company full of enthusiasts and we're passionate about what we do. You know, obviously, audio will never um, stop being a part of what we do because that's what we love. And it's such a core part of where we came from. Um, but really, the future of Pioneer is is you know, what we call the, the mobility experience and whether mobility is, is us as individuals driving around or being driven in an autonomous vehicle, whether mobility is someone who's a, a city or an urban dweller who's just walking or, or bicycling around, um, that's a part of the mobility experience, whether that's just um, commercial drivers and, and even packages and freight moving around, that's all part of mobility. So um, whether it's sensor data, whether that is uh, like LIDAR, um, Pioneer as a, a big um, uh, part of our company is developing LIDAR solutions, which is, um, for any of your listeners who don't know, LIDAR stands for light detection and ranging. It's basically radar, which uses sound waves, but instead of sound waves, it uses laser light. Um, and so we're, we're heavily involved in, in developing that data. Um, we do advanced mapping in, in collaboration with a couple of other companies, as well as a division we have in Japan. Um, we do a lot of uh, AI type um, technology in the car for taking all of this data and being able to process it in real time. And then, like I said, never leaving the entertainment side behind, you know, audio, video as, as autonomy becomes a reality, being able to communicate, work on the car, be entertained, watch a video, listen to music, all sorts of things are all a priority. Man, this is just fascinating. And, and you know, I kind of can't wait to see how it all comes together and you know what the next five years 10 years like you said even 25 years is going to bring now if we bring that back full circle right all this technology you hit us up before our break and you'd mentioned in your any x lineup so that's kind of your uh, how, how do you phrase that what does it stand it's, for your uh, network ne next uh, is uh the networked entertainment experience it's actually a, a, a yeah. high-end line it's kind of our flagship line and that brings all of the, the connectivity features, primarily driven by smartphones, but you know now Wi-Fi connectivity in the car, um, you know, reaching out to, to get voice services like Alexa, like Siri, like Google Assistant um, are all wrapped up in, in that line of products. And the flagship, which we were talking about before the break, the, the DMHWT 8600 Next is that 10.1 inch screen um, that basically has every feature but the kitchen sink um, is, uh, is our current high end, absolutely. So that one you mentioned was a single den unit and right you've got this 10.1 inch screen that pretty much covers that single den and man gives you all of that uh you know uh touch screen type application now if you don't have or if, let's say you're doing a super clean build 
you know, you finish all that off, do you have to have a single DIN? Like, can you get that same kind of NEX, you know, awesomeness with the screen that maybe you mount, but maybe you've got remote as far as where your, uh, you know, the brains and the guts and all that stuff is? Is there is there other options in that whole uh, old school, new school marriage? We, we, There's always options in the whole. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, I mean, and, <laughs> and that's the spirit of hot rodding, right? Is is the spirit of hot rodding is making it work, no matter no matter what it takes. And and Pioneer has, you know, we, we're talking about the next series. We do have a nine inch version. Um, that's what we call our modular um, product. And the the modular product is unique because. It is basically a separate nine-inch screen, just like the the ten point one inch. Yeah. But the chassis itself is on an umbilical, meaning that you can mount that chassis underneath the seat. Um, That's what I'm talking know, about. Underneath oh, the cool. dash, someplace like that. And so now, as you know, and again, of course, just like any customization, it, it might take a little bit of you know wrenching or molding or you know upholstery work. But you can now, you know, a buddy of mine drives a 1967 Camaro and and he built a full custom console center console that goes from the, the dash, you know, between the two front seats. Um, and he molded in a place for this nine inch screen right underneath the, the, the dash. You know, the beauty of that is if he wants to take it out um, and return that vehicle to stock, he can. Um, but at the same time, he doesn't leave home without the convenience of having, you know, every piece of technology that Pioneer can offer um, in that, uh, that current Pioneer Next Radio. What he's saying there is it's good to be his friend. <laughs> Did you hear that? Hey, buddy. Translation. Man. Right, it's yeah. good to be Ted's friend. Every piece of equipment. What did they from, from Pioneer in that car? My, my wife may may offer a different opinion on that, but yes, it, sometimes <laughs> it's a good to be, be Ted's friend. <laughs> there you go, man. Uh, all right, Ted, we're out of time for today. How do people find you socially? How do they see more about what Pioneer is bringing to the table? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And, and our website is, is pioneerelectronics.com. Pretty simple. Um, and uh, we're available, obviously, on, on all your social media. Um, you know, Pioneer North America is our Facebook um, Pioneer Car Audio is our Instagram. Um, and, uh, you know, absolutely reach out to us. Um, we'd love to hear from from all of your listeners uh, about what we can can offer in terms of technology and solutions for bringing uh, the best experience to their car. There you go, man. Hey, and great uh, to have you on here, friend. Yeah, buddy, pal, <laughs> my boy, Ted. Hey, uh, guys, I appreciate it. Um, it was, it's been a blast, so thank you so much. Yeah, man, thank you. And you guys, don't forget about our show every weekend on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings episodes. Also now streaming on Motor Trend On Demand, which is a great way to find us. Thanks for our guest, Ted Cardenas, my man from Pioneer, my friend, Kevin Bird's friend as well. Our producer, Scoop, and executive producer, Mr. Bob Ecker. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our website too, man. We're twoguysgarage.com, and of course, we're on social everywhere, man. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. Now, this Two Guys Garage podcast, it's copyrighted, 2021, Britain Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. I'm going to get all that noise floating through some old school TSX-20s. <laughs> yeah. Still love them, man. You know, if you had a set of those, I bet you they're all like uh, dry rotted out and, you know, just the center <laughs> cone left and, you know, right. the outer ring. Not a it's, not, it's not important. It's how it looks. Right, it's all man. that matters. <laughs> Plus it said Pioneer in the back window. <laughs> uh, right on, Ted. We appreciate it. We'll catch you guys on the next Two Guys Garage Podcast. See you guys. Two Guys Garage Podcast is produced by Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.